Greetings. My name is Linda Talaferro, and this is the Being Brown at Work podcast. I help Black and Brown female professionals confidently and expertly navigate the corporate world so that they can reach new career heights and establish their seat at the table. So whether you're kicking off a new career, leaning in a new direction, or looking to climb the corporate ladder within your current job, I'm here to propel your career forward by giving you an insider's look at cultivating an executive mindset, creating leadership opportunities, establishing an executive presence, and more. So join me every week as I guide you towards becoming a leader in the corporate world and show you how to step into your true power and potential. Greetings, greetings, everyone. It is, yes, the favorite time of the week. I know I'm, I, it's getting old for most of you, but I'm going to say it anyway. My favorite time of the week, and that is being brought at work live. It is a Tuesday. And some of you may recognize my guests, especially if you joined us live a couple of weeks ago or caught it on the replay. You may remember Amelia Roberts. But if you're new to Amelia, let me reintroduce you or introduce you to her. I'm going to read her bio here. Amelia, as a digital native, has long enjoyed using technology and social media to spread helpful information and connecting friends with resources they need. She officially became a practitioner of online marketing 12 years ago with a role as a virtual assistant. One thing led to another, and now alongside other hats, Amelia serves as a visibility expert and digital marketing consultant. In short, she went from using social media for cat videos to using these same tools to establish relationships with humans who have media platforms and need her client services. When she's not building relationships at scale and working with powerhouse professionals who are tired of hiding, Amelia enjoys planning real and imagined food tours. Hey, <laughs> hey welcome back, Amelia. It's happy to Thank have you. you here at Being Thank Brown you. at Work Live. Yes. Thank you. Glad to be here. Absolutely. We're going to jump right into this because as we just got through chatting before we went live, this is a topic that I know until I met you, um, I didn't really hear much about. I read Michelle's book that you referenced, but really didn't hear much about this. So I think it's so important that my audience learns what assumed leadership is. Mm -hmm. And then most importantly, how they can deal with it, you know, if they see it actually happening, or if they're sitting in a seat where they can drive systemic change, that they know how to recognize this to drive change. So Amelia, why don't you kick us off with what is assumed leadership? Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for um, bringing me back to continue this conversation because how this got on my radar actually came. um, Well, we'll share about that. But we were previously talking. Our last conversation was about your ecosystem of support. You know, why is it so important to have different people around you more than um, sponsors and mentors, but in your personal life, even, you know, Mm -hmm. being open to receiving abundant support. Why is it sometimes black women aren't used to receiving abundant support in our personal life. And when we unpack that, it's because some of us haven't been um, exposed to that at an early age. And there's Mm -hmm. others of us who are different from you and me in gender and race 
who right. might have been used to that. And so in Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, she talks about her time at Princeton and in contrast from her time when she was brought up in the South side of Chicago to Princeton, mm-hmm. she said their trust in the world seemed infinite, their forward progress in it entirely assured. And everything, talk about everything at Princeton, what seemed to be set up and was designed to accommodate their well-being. And she went on to talk about how, you know, people had their bikes unlocked and left gold hoops on the sink. And it just, it was just so different. And then she also had gone on to talk about when she was at Sidley, Austin. Yes, Sidley Law Firm. Mm -hmm. Sidley Law Firm. Mm -hmm. Um, She had a role where she made sure that the incoming um, potential people who might end up working there, that they were happy on the job, that they had everything that they needed. They felt connected to the larger team, um, that they felt like they were part. She even described it as a wooing process. So Mm -hmm. from Princeton, you know, going in and then going into a professional setting, more of a wooing process. I'm not saying that bed and roses are out there, but there's a certain level of support that some people might be used to and um, who might be groomed for leadership. And Mm -hmm. so I would just said, wow, that's that's different. You know, this isn't something that I am familiar with. And I was in a group and Joy Pittman, an HR expert, talked about this term called assumed leadership. And essentially there are a group of people, like if I were in front of a room and there were somebody next to me who was different in race and gender, they might assume between the two of us that one of us was the leader and the other wasn't. And, Mm -hmm. or if we were in a work organization, there might be an assumption that one of us who's different from me in race and gender might be more geared towards or more interested in leadership and leadership programs and training than, than I am. So this concept called assumed leadership really wants to democratize the preparing potential candidates for management to um, really it's a new approach to HR recruitment and training. Mm. And if anyone wants to delve deeper in that, definitely reach out to Joy Pittman. Sure. But um, they re- it really wants to democratize how leadership candidates are selected, um, just paying attention to some of the societal filters that there might be, yes. and really wants to democratize and distribute management potential. Yes. And I, and I think this is this kind of uh, work that Joy's doing is so important, you know, and, and the, what you said is the new progress, systemic change that's happening in, in our HR systems across various companies and workplaces. It's extremely important uh, because I can remember, you know, when I went to Carnegie Mellon, I shared this with you, similar experience that Michelle had. I mean, because I didn't grow up, you know, in a neighborhood or a city where was groomed to go to end up in Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh. Uh, I was only the second person in my mother's entire family, including, you know, her eight brothers and sisters. And the only other person was one of her brothers uh, and other cousins to go to college. So when I entered Carnegie Mellon, they, I will have to say, though, and I shared this with you, they were a little bit intentional around the assumed leadership uh, thought process probably wasn't called that back then because they did have what was called Carnegie Mellon Action Project, CMAP, where they allowed us to come spend the summer, take classes, get acclimated to the campus so that we weren't shell-shocked as African-Americans, which was usually 3% of us or 2% of us on campus. We weren't shell-shocked. But still, you know, I, I was still in that environment where people probably were prepared and groomed, right? And mm-hmm. even today, you know, in the workplace, a lot of that takes place when we're making decisions on who should go to 
um, a leadership training course, who should be selected for this next opportunity. So that's why this conversation is is so critical. What I'd like to do as we delve into it some more, Amelia, is talk about you know how other Black and Brown women, if they find themselves possibly experiencing this assumed leadership experience in their workplace, what they might do to create a shift, right? That mm-hmm. allows them to be noticed as those individuals that should be in the mm-hmm. leadership training program. What would you recommend? Well, if you're not in an environment where you're assumed a leader, just know that you are a leader. <laughs> all of yes. us are leaders are all of our own career and, and whatnot. So we, we already are. So now that we have that fact settled, um, I definitely invite people to organize their, well, one, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about building your ecosystem of support, right? right. Because of various things, um, certain support systems may, we not, may not have grown up with. You, you've mentioned that even like emotionally. And I'll answer, get back to your question. I was just listening to a podcast where this lady was talking about, uh, she, she, was, she, was, she was like maybe 20 years older than me. And not that this is ideal, but she was saying that she was going through some stressful times in her life. And her mom said, hey, you know, would you like a Valium? This has a point. She said, would you like a Valium? Because, you know, her mom was going through, you know, okay. stress and went to the doctor and was prescribed. This was like years, decades ago, mm-hmm. was prescribed Valium. And, you know, she was in a stressful and so she was offered, you know, the support. But long story short, it's like I've never, you know, been offered that type of right. support. Period. And neither has my mom and neither has her mom. It's just there's certain things that have been normalized. Not that that's like I said, that that's great, but there's certain types of support that's been normalized. And if that hasn't been your story, definitely take a look, listen to our conversation about building your own ecosystem of support, because sometimes scaffolding of life, the scaffolding of life, personal life, professional life only goes up to a certain point Mm -hmm. because success has tend to stop at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. we have like the Oprahs and the Beyonces and the unicorns, but sometimes it's going to take more initiative on our part. And we talk yes. about that. But in any case, so step one, I say organize your thoughts and feelings around, you know, how you wish to display your leadership accomplishments or your personal accomplishments. And then um, once you do that, think about how you want to create a plan that effortlessly supports that brilliance being displayed in a way yes, that... That definitely isn't overwhelming to you and absolutely can still keep you in visionary and creative mode. Um, and that might look like getting more support. Um, mm-hmm. Virtual assistants are absolutely a thing professional women can use in their professional life, right? It's, it's an absolute thing. I, if, even if it has to come out of your own pocket, it mm-hmm. could be worth it just to preserve your sanity. And it, that can absolutely help when you have, whether it's a virtual assistant level support or even having someone come into your home to take care of a project that's taking up, you know, your bandwidth, right? Yeah. If you're working on a major project at work, that means that there is, even though we like to, we people recommend compartmentalizing stuff, let's be honest. Yes. If, if you're yeah. in a stretch where you're working on a series of stressful, demanding projects at work and at home, you're also, you know, maybe getting into this organizing thing or office is, you know, not how you want it to be. Yes. It might make sense to invest in a professional home organizer. Sure. To come in over a weekend and just clear stuff out or yeah. just during that time, it might make sense to have cleaner come into your home. So at least right. you're not worried about cleaning and laundry for, you know, these next three weeks while you're focusing on this and you can just come home and enjoy your family. I mean, it might make sense. So 
just think about things that might be able to keep yourself in a desired state. Because again, sometimes it's because of the exposures that we've had that have been different from others, um, not better or worse, but just different. We might be used to just being in a state of struggle. You know, yes. being in a struggle state is what's familiar. Oh my gosh. And, that is no, but no, and, Amelia, that is, that's an excellent point because as black and brown women, we kind of are, you know, we grew up in a state of struggle, you know I mean? that And that, that can become dangerously familiar to us and then not allow us to realize the importance of an ecosystem of support. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we talk, and that's part of that internalization of not seeing ourselves as leaders mm-hmm. or worthy of those leadership positions, those high level training courses and such. And that's where that mind shift changes critical. I, I love what you said. I mean, because you are a leader and you do deserve the support necessary to be successful. I want to tie it back to our conversation a couple of weeks ago, too, mm-hmm. because in addition to the support you mentioned in, in your personal life and everybody that, you know, you guys listening, you know, I always say who you are personally is who you are professionally. You can't mm-hmm. separate the two. Mm-hmm. So that support personally critical. But when you also say the ecosystem professionally is so important. I love some of the uh, titles you give people in the ecosystem, like the spotters and the cheerleaders. Yes, Why yes. don't you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, I think of your professional life as you're an athlete, right? There's just so many examples that go well, like particularly a marathon, right? Um, this isn't a sprint. Which is you your can, career, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. There's no yes. sprinting here and then it's, right. it's all done and then we all, yeah, no. Um, it's a marathon. And, you know, along the way of preparing and getting prepared, you have people who are, you know, your spotters, um, you know, as you're preparing your body to be able to take on this extended stamina, you're in the gym, you know, you're you're pressing weights, but there's yeah. someone there in case weights get too heavy who can come and be a spotter or stand mm-hmm. in for you. And, um, you know, that's professionally speaking as well. You know, do you have yes. somebody that can possibly, you know, stand in for you, say something does come up, you know, someone, you know, on your team or um, or even if you are like working, volunteering, you know, so many of us love volunteering and to sometimes our detriment, but, you know, is there somebody who can come in and, you know, kind of yes. pick for you? Um, what does that look like? What does a spotter look like? What does a cheerleader look like? You know, somebody who might be able to help you imagine um, reaching new heights and cheer you along. Yes, you know, they, exactly. they, might, they might not be, you know, your, um, they might not be senior to you in any way, but, or, and they might be, but they might just have a different perspective of, you know, where you fit in on the industry of um, offering different solutions and, you know, where you see yourself. Um, they just might have a different vantage point. And of course you have, you know, your coaches and, um, oh goodness, you have like, so we have a few, um, okay, I'm, I'm blanking on them, but please. Yeah. But, and, and, yeah. and that's, yeah, it's perfect. And in the professional world, you know, we usually look at them as mentors. You know, we yeah. also can have accountability partners, somebody mm-hmm. that can hold us accountable to making sure that we do hold ourselves as worthy and be intentional. I think you shared this a couple of weeks ago too, being intentional about building that support so that, the assumed leadership piece is not something that you're necessarily dealing with on a regular basis, or you're part of that paradigm shift mm-hmm. around assumed leadership. Yes. 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 And that's, and that's the last part that I really 
um, like about that idea. Again, if you're listening to this and you, you know, would like to democratize, you know, leadership and management, you know, training and potential, um, well, not potential, but, you know, management training to people of various potentials, even though they may not fit the typical ones that society gives us, definitely yes. reach out to um, Joy Pittman, who works with teams in various ways. And I sure hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, but yeah. reach, out to, reach out to me. I'll introduce you to her. But in any case, because um, she might say like, that's not what I do. But in any case. No, that's but that's important. I think it's important to to democratize that. I mean, because Mm -hmm. our, you know, a lot of times um, who we believe for whatever reason, be it biases, be it not that, uh, but we choose individuals for training. um, We don't always necessarily do it from an equitable, common playing field, right? And so we make some assumptions and we also do it by what we're comfortable with, which is a lot of time what we see. Somebody looks like us or doesn't look like us. Right. Which mostly you and I don't in the room. So then, you know, those assumptions are made and then, you know, those are the people that are get on the list. So, no, I think her work is extremely important. And mm-hmm. I'm, and just to know that that thought process is happening mm-hmm. um, in the HR world is, is mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. And, and something else that I really um, that, you know, is we sort of talked about it, how um, some is, for kids, you know, support around um, preparing papers for college entry. You know, everyone would gather around the table during like the holidays. Um, that's when the family from different areas came and everyone would just bring their papers. And, you know, they had and this is actually like not something I'm making up. This is, you know, someone work with. They shared it and they're like, yeah, you know, this time of year. You know, everyone is gathering up because they're bringing their their papers to the kitchen table because that's when everyone is to get support with that. And something else that has been normalized in certain in lanes has been executive function coaching for um, for kids. Oh, yeah. Wow. And really, all of that is if you if you listen to this and like, you know, Melia, you know, I didn't have an executive function coach when. You know, I was, you know, growing up and they didn't help me shape my thought process and how I'm dealing with things in the professional world that could have absolutely helped me. Really, when it comes to those types of support and building your ecosystem of support, just think about what you need. Um, We talked about making a category of like things that you, you know, Mm -hmm. you like to do, things that you want to learn to do, things that you hate to do, things that you love to do. And really under like the love to do part. Um, well, I like to leave it open for people to decide like how, what sure. they want to do. Um, definitely consider like having a routine meeting, a routine time for yourself with yourself where you are spending time organizing your thoughts and yes. just to have like a stopping point in life where you are sitting with yourself to see, you know, hey, you know, am I on the right track with the goal that I want to complete, you know, professional or personal goals that I wanted to complete? Where am I? Let me stop and pause you know, and have this like on a regular basis, whether it's weekly or monthly, oh, yes. where you just are just having a routine meeting, checking in with yourself, organizing your ideas and just honoring that stopping point in life. And of course, you know, if you don't hold yourself to it, there are coaches, there are professional yeah. coaches out there. And, you know, you, yes. you know, speaking of, <laughs> right, um, yes. somebody to hold space like that, that's absolutely a thing that we can get like right now. 
if we didn't necessarily grow up with that type of support in our life. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's what's so important is recognizing when you do need help. And it could be somebody as simple as I mentioned it a few minutes ago is an accountability partner, somebody that you truly believe has your best interest at heart. And so it's so important. I love what you share. You said about establishing goals for yourself and revisiting those on a regular basis, sitting down, giving yourself space and grace to go through those goals. Are you achieving? Are you still on path? Has anything changed? Has something new come up? That is understanding. And again, looking in the mirror and realizing that you are a leader, that you are worthy of that type of focus, attention, and support so that you can achieve those goals. Mm -hmm. This has been a phenomenal conversation, Amelia. I, you know, the assumed leadership piece, um, I thought I knew (laughs) some of it, but, you know, chatting with you uh, this second time around, and thank you so much for joining me uh, the second time. I just think it was absolutely phenomenal and really really informational. So, you know, is you mentioned uh, Joy Pittman, I'm sure people can mm-hmm. Google her, yeah. learn more about the training that she does. But, you know, it's also, I think, you know, what I'd like to wrap up this conversation with is really just helping people understand what it means. And mm-hmm. I think you said something that I thought was so important because you kind of calibrated me before we came on live. It doesn't necessarily have to mean it's bad. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the key. It's mm-hmm. just that there are people that are a different race and gender that had different experiences that better positioned them for certain leadership and various types of things. Yeah. But because you and I weren't doesn't mean that we can't be. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Because um the world of um, Princeton and the world of, you know, the, the high powered law firms, that was like a world that was foreign to me. I didn't, I mean, I mean, I knew it was a a thing, but her description of it was like, wow, this is, this is like amazing. I never knew of it. And then, like I said, when Joy Pittman talked about the term assumed leadership, that Mm -hmm. actually really does seek to empower prospective leadership candidates to assume leadership. All of us really democratize that process. That's the goal. When I had that term in comparison or um, alongside, you know, the description of how people had been groomed for success and it was just assured, that was the term. It was like their success was just, it was expected. And that can be stressful too, because, you know, if you are Mm -hmm. in that, you know, circumstance and then you're not for for whatever reason, it's just, that can also bring a whole different, but we're not talking about that. But long story short, it's like, wow, there's, um, there, there was a name to it. There was something, you know, and then when I started to think about the ecosystem of support that I've talked about for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, how it really is important for you to intentionally build the scaffolding around you that goes past a certain level that, you know, you may have been yes. prepared for because, you know, sometimes just because of different things, everyone's right. just happy that you graduated high school or sometimes everyone's just happy that you, you know, mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm. have a quote good job and, and everyone's right. happy. And so if you're if you're trying to do anything beyond that, not that that's a good thing or a bad thing, it's just that scaffolding is sort of limited. You're definitely yes. gonna have to atten- intentionally start to build out your own um system Absolutely. of support. And there's blueprints out there. Um there's lots of them. I mean, I talk about mine, but there's yeah. others too. 
And um, and there's really are lots of people who can help and support you in so many different ways. I just want people to know that you have you have the capacity um, to receive abundant support if you want to. Yes. And then that whole getting used to receiving um, can sometimes be a challenge because we're just not used to it. Literally, sure. sometimes we weren't necessarily built for that type of right. support. But I think just these conversations and talking to the support that does exist in real life, that is out there, that is normalized in certain, you know, around certain dinner tables, um, is, I think is important to even broadening our mind to, you know, exactly. what might be possible. What is the, yes, what is possible. Mm-hmm. Just like assumed leadership and knowing that it is possible, although you it may not have been assured for you in your path beforehand, know that it is possible, which is why this conversation was so important and tying it back to the conversation we had two weeks ago about establishing our support systems. Amelia, thank you so very much for joining me again uh, today. I truly appreciate you. And so look, if you, you know, listening to this live and if you're catching it on the replay, we'd love to have you share in the comments what some of your aha moments around maybe in an environment similar to what I shared in Carnegie Mellon, uh, what was mentioned in Michelle Obama's book when she was at Princeton, and then she came from the south side of Chicago, which was something totally different. Uh, you know, if you've experienced any of that and and how you're intentionally going about shifting your mindset and 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 rewriting your narrative and your paradigm because you are worth it. And you've all, you're already that leader, that leaders within, it's just about pulling it out. So Amelia, again, thank you so much. And uh, I will see everyone, of course, when next Tuesday. (laughs) Yes. Take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I have so much more to offer you. Book a complimentary call with me at lindatalaferro.com slash free consultation so you can start unapologetically achieving your own professional goals as a woman of color and establish a presence as more than just an employee. Let's go deeper, reach your professional goals, and apply this life-changing work to your career and beyond so you can rock your corporate game and get that seat at the table. Thank you.